Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast with me, Matt Perslow. You're not Matt Perslow, I'm Matt oh, Perslow. Oh god, I've gone absolutely mad. I've, my ears are still blocked up from uh, a cold I've had and I'm going to say that that's now seeped into my brain and I've gone <laughs> completely... I'm Simon Cody, you're Matt Perslow. Yeah, and it sounds like your brain is swimming in snot. Oh dear, what a, what a, what a time to be alive. Um, but a new year is upon us and with a new year brings new treats and gifts. Um, <laughs> hi jen who are you hi well now that you ask i'm not entirely sure um <laughs> so yeah i'm uh, part of the ign wikis team on the guides mm-hmm. team looking at a live service game so yeah it's a new year Ooh. treat for me to be here. i know you've, you've been here a little while but you've finally made it onto the uh the audio realm how does that yeah feel? it's good it's like reverse hibernation so like during the dead of winter i finally come out of my burrow (laughs) well we are very happy to have you we do ask a few questions to everyone new on this podcast and i didn't prep you with this so that makes it even more exciting they're they're easy enough questions but they're also some of the hardest uh do you have a favorite ever video game oh yes i do but it's a a tough question because the game that i play the most is dota 2 i have like the mm-hmm. 4,000 hours in Dota 2, but I don't know if it's my favourite ever video game because it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it... Uh, yeah. I'm, like, playing it. I don't know if I'm enjoying playing it. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, my favourite game of all time is probably Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2. Um, because, yeah. A little twist at the end there with the two. Exactly. Why do you prefer the second one without spoiling for people? <laughs> it's a very old game. Um, I think it's like the, the story's a little bo- bit more like nuanced and the characters are very great. It's not like your traditional kind of Star Wars story of, of good and evil. It's basically like, what if the force is potentially bad? in itself and also there's this character there's a character called Atten, right and i played this game when i was maybe like 11 or 12 years old Mm -hmm. and i was like obsessed with this character (laughs) to the extent that i actually had like a usb drive with my save file on that i used to carry around with me (laughs) wow uh yeah i was was you you were destined for a wiki's job weren't you if you're carrying save files around on usb sticks at 11 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah i had yeah, a little bit of an so obsession going. <laughs> my, one of my biggest gaming shames, I hate that term. It's just a get, something I've never got around to playing, and I should because I'm a Star Wars fan, is I've never played either Knights of the Old Republic games. You're missing out big time. I you? know, and I do know the major twist in the first one, which I'm sure wouldn't ruin the whole thing for me, but I am now holding out for that that remake, but God knows how many years away that is if we get it. But um, yeah, yeah, I do really want to play it. Um. A favourite film? Do you have a favourite film? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have like a top five. 
but I, mm-hmm. I don't think we have that much time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when I was first on here, I listed like 150. So um, yeah, you can have a couple. Okay. Okay. So I think right at the top of the top five, um, Blade Runner. Is, yes, is yeah, that was my answer for this oh, question nice. on my first podcast. No, I I recently I watched Blade Runner and Blade Runner twenty forty nine literally two weeks ago. Um, me mm. and my partner played the video game and then watched the the two mm-hmm. films through. They are they get better every time I watch them. And that yeah. first oh. one I think is my favorite film of all time. It's number six on my list, so we're all we're all around the same. <laughs> okay. We all like it. Yeah, um, that's that's one of my favorite, especially because of the soundtrack. Like the, the soundtrack, absolutely insanely good. Um, I also. One of my favorite films is a film called Once, which is like a musical-ish mm-hmm. kind of uh, film. Um, I don't know it. Yeah, it's basically the story of like an Irish busker. And they actually got like real musicians to play these roles. So they're not like actors coming into it. Um, who basically just mm-hmm. meets this woman. Um, it sounds lovely. And they, yeah, they they like create music together basically. But it's like music that the actors themselves have actually written together. So mm-hmm. it's really good. Like... It's it's just they're insanely talented, and it's very like heartfelt. Um, Lovely. So yeah, there we go. A nice balance. Those... <laughs> there we go. You have those two. Maybe we'll get more films out of you later. Who knows? Oh. Um, a TV show. Do you have a favorite TV show? Oh, that's hard. But um... <laughs> because you hate TV, you just hate <laughs> I it. I freaking hate TV, man. <laughs> well, I didn't have a TV for a long time because that's a thing that like I don't know people my age don't have. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need it? Only what's it when you're playing four thousand hours of Dota? Exactly. You don't need a TV. Fair enough. Yeah. Exactly. Um, no, but I think so. Recently, I've been watching Star Trek: The Next Generation, and that's like mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that might be my favorite. You know, I've not finished go. it, but I'm going to give that one the, the number go. one. We'll give it sticker that's locked in forever now so yeah. if anyone asks you that question you have to answer star trek the next generation it's not new generation i'm not a star trek person at all so there we go oh and one final question i almost forgot and this is the the most important one of all oh, no. have you seen the prestige yeah i have no oh, that's what? not a promise in uh yeah, Tom yeah but like, i'm really i'm apprehensive like <laughs> what do, do you like it yes Okay, yeah, that's the right answer. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'm allowed to live yeah, yeah. another day. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Do you, do you have you, a feeling where would you rank it in Christopher Nolan's filmography? Like, is it better <laughs> than the Dark Knight films? Is it better than Dunkirk? It, it, that's, a, that's a difficult question. It's subjective, you know. It depends on your mood. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Dunkirk you're not putting on every day, are you? But it is arguably a better film. Um, there we go. We don't have time to talk about old films, though, because we've got so many things that aren't even out yet to talk about because this is our look ahead to 2023 we've got i've made a list here of probably about 50 games movies and tv shows we're not going to go in depth on all of them because we will be here all day um but before we go into each of these long lists i i asked each of you to like pick out some particular highlights you're looking forward to for the next year so let's start we've, we've had jen speak for let's give her a rest matt is there a particular like one game that you've got your eye on next year um i think so a lot of these games that we're going to be talking about were kind of the stars of the game awards right like like Mm. the other week 
and if there's one trailer that spoke to me out of all of those that weren't things that were far flung like the Judas trailer was my trailer of the show but oh, I think we might be getting that soon but you never know but like so I don't it, know anything yeah yeah like I'd love Judas to be out this year but I don't think it will be like that's a hugely <laughs> uh, you know it looks like bio next gen bioshock right so mm-hmm. but Ooh, the yes. trailer that kind of had like my heart sort of swelling we well, know the, what it's gonna be you know? it's the Baldur's gate trailer oh like, i thought it's gonna be armored core no you do so have your, i don't have your... the attachment to do you know that um jen do you know that matt has a bit of a mech fetish <laughs> uh no but you do now um, anyway, you, you also like orcs. Tell uh, us about that. <laughs> <laughs> orcs and D&D and yes. So so Baldur's Gate, it's the music in that trailer, I think, just does it. like There's, there's such like wonderful editing on that trailer about how the music swells through it. And mm. like for good reason, because it's the, where they finally fucking announce when it's coming out, which is in August. Uh, and then that trailer finished with a mimic uh, chest being opened and they got Minsk in it, who is a classic character from the original games. Uh, a very sort of like loving sort of almost anti he's very very anti-evil uh kind of i suppose he's a barbarianist sort of character but his like iconic trait is that he has a miniature giant space hamster called boo <laughs> mm-hmm. which um i'm delighted to to be seeing and he's voiced by matthew mercer as well who obviously oh, well. Very steeped in D and D at the moment, uh, so they, that's the big one. August is a good time as well because you, normally it's a quieter time, and yeah. you'd want what at least a hundred hours in that, wouldn't you? Almost so, certainly, yeah. Are mm. you a Baldur's Gate fan, Jen? Yeah, I mean, I never actually played the original games, but I've been definitely looking forward to Baldur's Gate three because I played when it first, like part of it came out, mm-hmm. um, and I absolutely loved it. But then it was like agony because I could like theoretically play it, but I know that the it's not it's not complete and the save file might not carry over yeah. and I get like, mm-hmm. attached to it and I'm like, oh God, I'm gonna have to exercise some restraint and just yeah. be patient for the full I race. did exactly the so. same thing. I played about an hour of that beta and I was like, Oh, I know this isn't gonna carry over, so I'm gonna stop. And I will I will play a bit of Border Escape Freaks as I got what half well, probably a third way through Divinity, original Sin 2 and was enjoying it, and I know this is kind of you know, in spirit more of that. So whether I'll finish Baldur's Gate 3 is a very different question, but I definitely intend. I'll It'll be it like one of the best RPGs. I'm, I'm you know, I, I, yeah. I, obviously I have to kind of like word things with caution because we don't know what they are, <laughs> but Larian is like, You're for, confident. for my yeah. money, is like the best RPG studio on the planet for that format of RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, I have every faith that Baldur's Gate yeah. 3 will be absolutely and- astonishing. You can take your time as well, because although, you know, it's not the sort of game that can be spoiled, because you're going to create your own story mm-hmm. in it, aren't you? So, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, you did mention Gen- Armored Core oh, there, though, which obviously I am yeah, excited obviously, for, even yeah, though I'm not. Because big mechs. Yeah. yeah, I'm not historically an Armored Core guy. Like a very, I've only played, like, demos of the original games, mm-hmm. but kind of, like, I'm obviously a big FromSoft fan for, for that. And it's uh, the guy that was the lead designer on Sekiro that's, that's, doing, mm-hmm. that's leading this. Uh, and I think Sekiro is a very good game. So if yeah. they put a little bit of Sekiro in it and have giant mechs fucking each swords. other up, then yeah. I'll be very into that. Uh, well, we don't. Yeah, let's stop you before we get <laughs> too out of hand. Um, Jen, what next? Uh, what game next year did you have a particular eye on? That's a good question. I mean, I think Baldur's Gate Three was on my list, but mm-hmm. I am going to say Homeworld Three. Oh, okay. 
That yeah. is a convenient one I left off list. Matt, you got to play a bit of this. Yeah, I played a, little a little while bit. Ago. Uh, um, you two can talk about this game because mm-hmm. I know a very little. So um, <laughs> I've never actually played the first two Homeworlds, Jen. But what I will say is that when I played the Homeworld 3 demo at Gamescom, I immediately went back to my hotel room and bought the original <laughs> Homeworld games, uh, which I've not yet played. But um, they, um, I was really impressed by what I played. It was really cool. That's mm-hmm. good. That's good to hear. Yeah, I, I think... So the Homeworld 2 which came out, I think, in 2003. So that's mm. a really long time ago. Oh, that yeah. was one of the first games I played on PC, like, as a kid. And I don't think... I was definitely not familiar enough with, like, PC gaming and RTSs to actually do well. <laughs> I think I just, like, made loads of resource collectors and, like, flew them around everywhere. There's the little, like, ships that latch onto rocks and, like, have a good time. Um <laughs> But I just remember, like, it was it was so cool, like building these fleets of ships and like sending them around. You could see like the trails through the through space and like this like futuristic sci-fi setting mm-hmm. and all the kind of like the comms, the cool like voices and all these alien races and stuff. So that really like captured my attention, I guess, um, my imagination mm-hmm. as a kid. Uh, but yeah, it's now that I <laughs> I've uh, grown up more and can like you know. Micro little units brain. around. Yep. Well, yep. <laughs> not, maybe not a full brain, maybe like, you know, a third <laughs> of one if we're being generous. But um yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to like playing that and then, mm-hmm. you know, being transported into the cool sci fi world, but then also being able to like, you know, beat some levels. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be Fingers nice. crossed. Uh, I think we're getting the hint that you like sci fi a bit from yeah. what you've said so far. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's more of that to come next year. Do not worry. Especially in games. The next six months, especially, they're, they're packed. And we've got more coming after that. Um, we'll talk about what my pick is later when it comes around to it. But um, I'll just say it now. It's Starfield. I can't <laughs> wait for Starfield. I'm hopeful that it is exactly what I still think it is in my head. We'll see if it is. But once we get there, we'll definitely know. That's one thing we'll know. Um, first up, let's go a bit in order. January 20th, Fire Emblem Engage. Me and Matt, we kind of, I think we're in a similar Fire Emblem boat. We liked the last one, didn't love it as much yeah, as... Yeah, loved the first like half up to the very cool twist, which yeah. um, I can't remember any of the names of the houses, but I was I Eagle mm. or something? I was in the Red House, mm-hmm. which had I thought that perspective on that twist was very good. I then thought it completely fucking fell off a cliff for the latter uh, half of the game. Are you a Fire Emblem fan, Jen? I have not played it. But I am curious oh, about go. it. It's like one of those games that were people recommend to me. It's like you would like this, but I'm always quite like mm-hmm. averse to recommendations. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. You don't know me. But. I, I, I had a similar thing. People always said you'd like because it, it has that personary elements, and I'm a big persona fan. So, but it kind of does. But then I felt like the last one. Although a lot of people, we're in the minority here. A lot of people really, really love that game. I feel like I should have jumped in earlier when maybe the games were a bit. I don't know, a bit more what I want out of it. But mm. I'll also say, like, having, like, I'm now almost 30 hours through Midnight Suns, mm. like, that scratches the Fire Emblem itch for me. That's yeah. the combat and social sim stuff. Exactly. Um, then, four days later on January 24th, we've got Forspoken. Um, I actually played three or four hours of this a couple of weeks ago. I've played 40 minutes of it on the demo. Yeah, there, there is a demo that everyone can try, which is a different section to what I played, crucially. I'm, I'm just not into this game. I don't know. I played it. There's there's something in there. There's a promise of some really fun combat, but 
the story, the world, how slow and stuttering those opening hours were for me. I don't know. I feel like this is going to be one I'm going to skip. But I know a lot of people also really enjoying it. I don't know. Jen, do you have any interest in Forspoken? The thing is, I think it's one of those things where like, you, ha- you have to kind of want to be immersed into that kind of world and that mm. kind of story. Like if it, if it speaks to you, if it seems like something somewhere you'd like to hang out, then yeah. I totally get it. But for, for me, yeah, it's not like quite my... That kind of thing. It's so. not hitting. It's not hitting. If you don't know what it is, it's kind of like a Alice in Wonderland style, you know, stranger transported to a new world full of magic and creatures and everyone wants to kill her. And you've got this really annoying magical cuff on your wrist that doesn't stop speaking like Paul Bettany. It's a bit much for me. I'm not, I'm, I don't know. It could be fun in the end. But I know, Matt, you, you're also uh, kind of very lukewarm. I did not like the demo. <laughs> okay, well, there we go. Let's move on then to things that are good. Because... Can you? Uh, you can speak about it now. Actually, Dead Space. You've played a bit of the Dead Space remake. And yeah, I've I'd, played like seven hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. You've played almost all of it. Um, <laughs> I think people have very much a reason to be excited, don't they? Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. It is very much a purists remake, at least what I've played. Um, so, for the most part, it's just exactly Dead Space, but it's a much prettier graphics. Um, but there are some changes which I do think are really, really good, like. Um, the script has been completely rewritten, so whilst it's the same story, like the dialogue just stands up so much better now because like they actually speak like humans rather than plot devices. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the ship isn't like multiple levels; it's not like multiple video game levels. They've actually tied the ship together as a whole entity, so there's backtracking and a little bit more of those kind of like Resident Evil vibes to it. It still like plays eighty to ninety percent the same as what you remember, just with much better graphics. Um, but like mm-hmm. those changes, I think, make it a worthwhile to have another trip. And also, if you haven't played it for like 15 years, like what better way to play it when it looks and sounds like this? Are you a horror or, or a Dead Space fan, Jen? Oh, this is the thing, right? Like, I don't like being scared. <laughs> well, this probably isn't for you then, is it? <laughs> but that's the th- I, don't, I know some people actually like being scared, so they like lean into like the mm-hmm. being scared feeling. But that's something that I've always like instinctively like rebelled against. So I'm like the person who's kind of sat there in the cinema like you know staring at the patterned carpet instead because like no I won't and I'm like thinking like oh of course there couldn't be this you know kind of ghosts mm-hmm. or whatever they're not real haha I'm so you know like I don't want to buy into like I don't know my my, yeah. my fears um so yeah. Dead Space was like not something that I enjoyed too much but in a, in a way that like I just wanted to run away so yeah well this may be a dead space of a week for you in the in the video game car i don't know what i'm trying to do like, i'm trying to say something clever maybe i should I'm never try now. and say something clever maybe I, maybe we've had character development and maybe. and this time around i'm gonna i'm gonna make maybe it. we should do a full live stream of you uh, <laughs> playing it maybe that's what we should do Next up on February 10th, we've got Hogwarts Legacy. I don't even know how we speak about this game because uh, are we excited? I don't know. Is it, I, I don't know. It doesn't. Do you know what the good thing is? I don't feel like. Obviously, there's uh, we've spoken previously about uh, the issues surrounding this game and it's. Well, not its creator, but you know, the world's creator. But I don't know. Every time I look at the game, I kind of thankfully think, oh, it doesn't look very good. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I'm not going to miss out well, if I choose not to play it. So I, um, you know, Harry Potter was a huge thing for me, yeah. like growing up and into my kind of early adult life. And like, there's, you know, there's all sorts of conversation about that. What I will say is that Reb on our news team made a very good point. I've not watched any of the trailers for this game because I don't give a shit. But mm. she was saying about 
apparently like the most recent trailer is all about like fucking murdering people oh, yeah, with just students using like crucio and i thought Vardic it was gonna be like a lovely like cozy game about oh, like, no. hanging out at hogwarts and apparently it's just about fucking murdering people like no 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 no, no thank you <laughs> it's it's quite it does seem quite confused um i'm, I'm gonna enjoy seeing clips from it i think but i feel like i can happily now not play it and keep both yeah and keep my conscious very clean <laughs> which is good um let's just move on shall we uh february 21st atomic heart i have played a bit of this i i am also excited for this if you don't know can't remember what atomic heart is it's the sh- shooter that also kind of has a bit of bioshock feel to it a bit of half-life feel to it open world yet with a story just looks very cool very cool creature design cool abilities i'm i'm excited for this and it's you know i feel like we i don't know if we say it's quite often it's rare to just get a single player fps narrative like campaign these days and this is one so i'm kind of like fingers crossed hoping for that whole sort of genre that this is good mm-hmm. but, is it does yeah. it feel like it's going to be lengthy because i know that you've played a lot more of it mm-hmm. than i have like i quite like this to be like a good kind of like 18 hour yeah I, they said to me 15 to 20 if you nice. mainline so yeah, there's plenty to do, plenty of side stuff like the portal, like puzzle rooms. So there is a lot to it. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I don't know if you've kept your eye on this one all, Jem. Not too much. I like shooting things, but <laughs> I like shooting other players. You know, other people. Uh, okay. On a, on the 22nd of February, PSVR two arrives. That, that snuck up on us a bit, and with it, Horizon Call on the Mountain, which. I'd, I'm not going to lie, if there's one thing I want to do in VR, it's probably fire a bow and arrow at big metal dinosaurs. So I'm into that. I don't want to do... if I am worried that I'm going to have to climb a tall neck and then look down and throw up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't, I'm, I'm excited because this is kind of, I think, what everyone wanted PSVR 1 to be, which is much closer to you know the MetaQuest and the Oculus. I just... I don't know. I, I am willing to give VR one more shot, but I don't know. Like we're as a team. I mean, maybe really as an industry, not in on VR. <laughs> yeah. So Jesse loves know. it. You know, Jesse's not yeah. here to represent it, but I will say, like, I bought a VR, VR headset to play Half Life. Alex absolutely loved that game, and it's currently has all the dust on it since 2020. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, I VR. Don't... I I like VR, but also I feel like the the gaming experience on VR is just so completely different to like mm-hmm. consoles because it it's so intense that mm-hmm. I really yep. can't I'm not like I'm not like relaxed and I know what you mean chilling. Like, uh, for me it's like half <laughs> it's an so hour intense. I have to have a break like I can't exactly. sit in there for like three hours and I think speaking to your point earlier I'm not like a I love horror films I'm not a big horror game person and I feel like half the VR games that come out are horror games so I'm like that doesn't interest me that doesn't interest me yeah that's that's very scary like yeah i just want to i like the tumble vr game where you just like balanced puzzle blocks that was really (laughs) nice i get too carried i can't be trusted with vr i was playing um like beat saber the other day and i hit myself in the head i i i I just like lose all all touch with you know reality Reality? and well i mean that you're in a virtual one well yeah but like i don't when I hit myself in the head, I need <laughs> to remember it, my, yeah. where my head is and that it still exists. <laughs> so, it is still there. Yeah. Well, let's hope when it launches in February that everyone keeps their heads. Um, a day later, February 23rd, is Sons of the Forest. 
a game that Joe and Dale, they're not here, but I know they're both very excited for. Jesse and Dale. Joe, Joe's so, not oh, here. God, Joe, Joe will never be I've here. I've lost it. Oh, Jesse and Dale, they're definitely excited for this because it's a survival game where you can eat people and that's what they're all about. Um, I'm Again, not one I'm into. Anyone anyone into this? I'm interested, yeah. I'm, I'm down. You like everything, don't you? No. <laughs> 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 no um no but I, I think although it like it seems scary mm-hmm. other people can help me so that's okay. fine that that is true that would get me through it yep um it, i feel like i'm still gonna give it a mess but yeah if you've got friends this is the game for you <laughs> um <laughs> can you eat your friends uh, exactly and that is of course what we all dream of doing next year on the, the 3rd of March. Of exactly. At all the start. <laughs> but just keep it going. Um, who will I eat first, Matt? I, I don't know. That's a choice <laughs> for you to make. Well, it could be. Watch out. Uh, on the 3rd of March, Wolong, Fallen... Din- is Dynasty or Dynasty? Dynasty is the UK pronunciation. I always mix this up. Because Dynasty is the American. So I'm going to say Dynasty. Um, it's a Souls-like game. Did you play the demo for this? Matt? I did. I didn't like it. Apparently, it was absolutely nails. Yeah, like even for that type of game, it it's was... it, it it's much closer to like it, the combat system is closer to like Neo and the you know the Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise game that came out. This, Ooh, like, yeah. Well, last year now, yeah. um, and they're kind of like they're very very fast in that mm. kind of um, Soulsborne ish sort of thing, and I do prefer the pace that FromSoft runs. It yeah. wasn't for me. It feels very video gamey. And I like that the FromSoft games have a bit more of a... They feel more like you've been transported to a very yeah. dark, horrible fantasy world. Are you, are you a Souls fan, Jen? I, I don't have the patience. There we go. We found something you don't like. There we go. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I, like I losing. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I, I had that problem until Elden Ring ends of my life. You don't like losing, yet you've played 4,000 hours of Dota, a game in which... But she uh, never loses, she's literally point. never lost. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's the <laughs> 100% win rate. Yay. Wow, incredible. Um, what have we got? 9th of March, my dad's birthday. Shout out to my dad. Um, Is he going to be sailing in the Indian Ocean in Skull and Bones? I don't think he will, because he likes puzzle games. Um, Skull and Bones is finally coming out. Apparently, is it? is it? I don't know, Matt. You saw this game a while ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I just again. I mean, I know we're just supposed to be us get excited for the new year. Oh God, I couldn't care less. <laughs> I don't know any. I this game's gonna bomb, isn't it? Oh, this this is this is a, a lot of money. All you know, this it's the. Uh, Ubisoft Singapore's like it's the mm. first full game they've made you know they used to be a support studio for Assassin's Creed and now they've actually got to make their own game yeah. <laughs> been in development forever uh, um, and no one's going to play it <laughs> Jenny are you dreading having to write like hundreds of hours of wiki guides on how to upgrade your ship oh well yeah. if if no one's going to play it then I won't have to <laughs> <laughs> so you you pleading for people to not play this is what you're saying I mean uh, uh, I'm, I'm down <laughs> I, you know I'm down to like investigate pirate life if, mm-hmm. if that's what people want so just play sea of thieves i think open-minded yeah i don't know we did look this game could come out and it could be very very fun let's move on um <laughs> 17th of march is star wars jedi survivor you've established yourself as a star wars fan jen did you like star wars yeah. jedi fallen order yeah yeah definitely i'm, I'm excited okay. i like 
I, I've always wanted a real lightsaber. <laughs> so, <laughs> so but you just hit yourself in the head with it, that's and that could true. be a disaster. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Damn, I didn't think of that. And it doesn't have any like weight to it, and that's why you need to be a Jedi, because mm-hmm. that's how you can tell how not to hit yourself in the head. Um, we recently got a trailer for this at the Game Awards. I thought it was a good trailer. Mm-hmm. What it didn't do was give me what because I I think me and Marin are similar. But we thought the last one's is is firmly okay. It's fine. Yeah. Um, the new trailer didn't have that thing to me of like, oh, this is this is doing something completely different. But I don't know. I think it has much more of a like adventure vibe to the locations mm-hmm. that were in this trailer, and also the fact that he's got a gun suggests to me that there might be like some cool additions to the combat like mm-hmm. and also like it is the guy that directed god of war 3 like i have exactly. faith that there's i try like... and i do just trust respawn and mm-hmm. like i don't think four is a bad game i just again not as i didn't like it as much as a lot of people did and yeah i would just like if it was more of an uncharted and i feel like maybe we could be getting that with this one but still as long as it's got like those fucking amazing lightsaber jewels that the first one had Mm -hmm. like i think that's like a good good base yeah just don't put more than two enemies on screen at any time i mean do put more than enemies just make sure that your (laughs) lightsaber's good like your combat is good enough to be able to take on multiple stormtroopers Mm -hmm. and no more of the slidey bits please i didn't like the slidey bits (laughs) yeah no more sliding fantastic uh a week later March 24th, we've got Resident Evil 4, another one, Jen, you're looking forward to, I presume? Uh, n- no. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not not looking, for, you know, I'm not like, yeah, yeah. oh God, don't let this happen. Yeah. Um. Obviously, this is, I think, a lot of people's favourite Resi, maybe before 2 was remade, it definitely was. Um, it's definitely mine. Um, and yeah, I'm very much looking forward to playing this game again. And... Yeah, what 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 was there to say about Resident Evil before? Said yeah, it's very good. My my big hope for it is is like I'm slightly concerned that this might just be Resident Evil Four with better graphics because Resident Evil Four is kind of like a perfectly engineered game, and it's mm. like my thing is is like well they just look at it and go well we don't actually need to do anything to this other than make the graphics better. But my hope is is that it's got the ambition of the Resi Two remake and it's like no, it's a different. It's, it's Resi. It's still Resi Four, but yeah. There's lots of new things. Well, we've still only seen like stuff from the first like half hour. Of the game. Yeah. We've only seen the village. We haven't seen anything from that point, and mm-hmm. that's where the game really takes off. And I mean, just the fact you can move and shoot at the same time will be just a bonus for mm-hmm. me because I tried replaying Resi Four about two years ago, and I just couldn't do it. I just I'd, I'd lost all like. There's a lot of stress controls. in not yeah. being able to move. Like that was obviously the big part of it, right? Is the stress of not being able to yeah. move and shoot. I just I didn't need any more stress on my plate <laughs> last year, but. There we go. Um, I had to put this one in from the Game Awards. March 28th, Crime Boss, Rock A City. Did everyone catch this trailer? I did not, but you know what? I'm I'm down. Okay, well, let me this, set the stage for you. This is one of you. my favourite trailers of the... I just can't yeah. believe how weird it is. Uh, Game Awards, outwalks Michael Madsen of Reservoir Dogs and Kill Bill fame. Quite clearly, just like, you know, he's an adult man. He's had a hard life, and he's... Talking also a nonsense. Um, he's got this like Irish bodyguard with him, also just kind of speaking nonsense. And then he plays a trailer for a game called Crime Boss Rocky City, where he says, "I just loved being the crime boss of Rocky City," and that's who he is. And this game also has um, Vanilla Ice, Danny Trejo, Chuck Norris, Kim Basinger, um, Michael Rooker in it. It looks ridiculous. It's like an, from what you can gather, it's like a first-person shooter kind of open world kind of I see. I don't really know what it is, but it has 
vanilla ice in it. So <laughs> I'm interested. I just wanted yeah, to bring it up sold. purely for that reason. What sold. got you so... Why is this potentially your game of the year, Matt? <laughs> it's just just the like the vice cityness of it like yeah. like it's such a dumb concept i'm getting the impression it's kind of it's, it's actually more of a payday style game than it is actually mm-hmm. a um like a gta but just that ridiculous 90s cast like that look like they did in the 90s mm-hmm. like i just i just think like i'm sure it'll be, i don't have any actual hope that it will be genuinely good but i think it will be a good time yeah it's got chuck norris in so you know that's something um a month later April 28th, Dead Island 2, a game we thought was definitely dead, uh, is back from the dead. This is also one I think we talked about a while back because you played a bit of it. Um, the game's coming. I think, yeah, if you um, if you like Dead Island, you'll probably like this is what is kind of the, the vibe, I think. Yeah. I think it'll probably be better than Dead Island. It wouldn't take a lot to be better than Dead Island, a game that I do not <laughs> think is that great. But like the fundamentals are all there. It's like you know, big open mm-hmm. world area that you go and hack zombies up in like increasingly brutal, gory ways. Where do you come down on zombies, Jen? Do you like them? Ah, uh, zombies, you know. <laughs> they're, they're all right. Not great conversationalists, but, no. you know. They've, they have, they've been around a while now, you know. Should we move on? I don't know. Um, May 12th is the big one for a lot of people. It's Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Obviously, Breath of the Wild. Generally considered one of the best games of all time. Do we have any doubts this won't be fantastic? Not really. No. <laughs> I do know. We still haven't really seen a lot, have we? So who knows? I just, I think it's what a lot of people are hoping. Maybe that signals in maybe are getting a new Switch because I mm-hmm. would like a new Switch. But um, that is mainly my thing is kind of like, I, I don't even think kind of Breath of the Wild ran perfectly on the original mm. Switch, even though it was like the launch game with it. Um, so, and I don't use my Switch all that much. What I would say is I would buy a new Switch to play tears of the kingdom at like good good performance on Mm -hmm. that will be a huge wikis one are you ready for that jen oh yeah i don't think because i'm I'm covering like live service games so i might but you'll be roped in everyone needs to be on i'm down i'm down to to participate but yeah i do have the og switch as well so it might just you know (laughs) it might disappear in a puff of smoke (laughs) yeah yeah i i feel like yeah everyone's looking forward to that game and so they probably should Actually, do you know what one? I'm no. I was going to sound more excited. I don't think I'm more excited, but I'm very excited about Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League on the 26th of May. Um, yeah, we still haven't seen a ton from like just general gameplay of this game or really how it's structured. Mm-hmm. I think in a lot of people's head, it is just a four-player Arkham game, like a story game. I'm not. We still don't know that. Um, we don't know if it's like really how it's structured i'm hoping it's like that and not more like an avengers i feel like they will have seen avengers come out a couple of years ago and go okay we can't do that um but yeah I, i'm hopeful i trust there's no reason to doubt rocksteady in my eyes like they've spent a lot of time making this so you'd hope they're getting it right hopefully as I, there's not really a lot you know i can i can say about it it just as i say like i hope like it's got that flow of arkham combat but i'm assuming it's not actually Arkham Combat. Like, these guys aren't Batman and therefore cannot fight like Batman. Mm-hmm. So I would hope that, you know, King Shark doesn't fight anything like Batman. Otherwise, that would be very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My main yeah. hope is, is that each one of those actually feels like a completely different character. I, th- I think they will. Like, they kind of have to, don't they? I think, Jen, you were actually telling me earlier you see a lot of yourself in King Shark. Um, yeah. Why is that? 
Oh, I just, you know, <laughs> this the teeth. Yeah, there, there you go. Absolutely stitching you up. Right. Uh, the 2nd of June, I put Street Fighter 6 because people will be annoyed if we don't mention it. I know me and Matt, we're not fighting game fans. Are you a fighting game fan, Jen? No, I'm not uh, good enough to not exactly. be upset. I, I don't myself. have the patience to get good. I don't have the time to get good. Um, yeah. If you're into that, fair play to you. Have a lovely time with it. I know a lot of people that are very excited for it. It's just not for me. Um, God, I just noticed that June 22nd is when Final Fantasy 16 comes out, what, a week or two after E3? So God bless whoever's reviewing that. Um, <laughs> will not be me. Um we still, yeah, again, every time we see this game, I feel like I see the same trailer remixed. <laughs> like, uh, for Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah. yeah. It kind of felt like the very first trailer for it was very, very different because that obviously was much more kind of like leaning into the Witcher vibes of it. Like there's yeah. a lot of that kind of dirty. That was when I was most into it. Yeah. And then since there's been an awful lot, like, they obviously want to emphasize the fact that kind of like this is very much about a war between nations that use, rather than nuclear weapons, they use massive gods because it's all about mm. the summons. Um, I'm obviously into it. I yeah. love Final Fantasy quite a lot, and I will give even the bad ones probably a point above what most other people would. Yeah. Uh, so also, of course, got it. a shout-out to Clive, uh, Dale's dad, about that. <laughs> Are you a Final Fantasy person? I'm, yeah. I'm not too into Final... I never, I never got into Final Fantasy. That's it's fair. Like... Like, I've only ever finished one, so there we go. Yeah. Presumably not Final Fantasy 1. You've only no, finished no, no, one no. Of Final Fantasy uh, One game. of them, which is the 7 remake. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's more, if they're vibing off of that more, then uh, why don't we mention it now? Apparently, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth, which is part 2 of the remake, is scheduled to come next year. I'd be slightly surprised, but you never know. Um, towards the end of next year. I'm obviously very excited for that. I don't have a huge connection to the original, but I did love that remake very much. So yeah, I do want more of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's uh if if it goes as far as I expect that one, there's like massive story beats that that game will cover that from the original game and story mm-hmm. beats that I am very excited to see how it because obviously the whole deal with Final Fantasy 7 remake was it is the original story of 7, but it changes the direction of it like it breaks the concept of destiny. And yeah. so I'm very interested to see what they do with certain character beats. I remember having to write a guide about this without knowing anything. (laughs) No, I think I edited. I think I I was editing someone's guide around, like explaining what was going on there Mm -hmm. with like the plot and how it's different and how you know Mm -hmm. it's it's changed. And uh, wrapping my head around that, I think took like. (laughs) two hours of my I, life so i had to write our like, ending cool. explained for for ign <laughs> for for the last game and even as someone that knows the original final fantasy 7 inside and out like i struggled to write the the ending explained so the idea of editing an ending explained without not knowing the context sounds a i had no idea i had no idea what was happening but i was really into it that's that's the thing. you <laughs> know i was like good. this is yeah. cool I yeah. love it. <laughs> I, I'm I down. might watch this cutscene one day. Um, <laughs> uh, we already mentioned August for Baldur's Gate, so we'll, we'll skip past that. Yeah. That's all the dates we really know. But we you did skip so- over June 6th for Diablo 4, and the only thing I'll say, I think that oh, looks fucking I did. wicked. That's an accident. But um, I will say, like the idea of Diablo 4 coming out like a couple of weeks before Final Fantasy 16. Can Ooh, I yeah. get through Diablo 4 in two weeks? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, you probably get through like one run. Sometimes, you know, one run of those games are quick, aren't they? But it depends how long we want to... This one seems to be leaning much more heavily on the RPG side. Uh, okay. 
well, it may take us a while. I said us. We might not play it together. Who knows? I don't know. I might play it by myself. Uh, that's how I tend to live most of my life. Um, that's all the release dates we do know. Um, next, we move on to some things that we kind of hopeful slash think will come out next year. Alan Wake 2. I'm not 100% convinced this is next year, but I want it to be because A, I love Remedy and everything they do, and B, Alan Wake very much I like. <laughs> what, what a weird way of saying that. Um... Who else loves Alan Wake? Scream! Ah! <laughs> he actually did. Yeah, you did. Wake him. Uh, <laughs> um, Jen hates him. <laughs> um, yeah, Neutral. I can't wait for Alan Wake <laughs> to. Despite them saying this one basically is a survival horror game, I think, which isn't necessarily my cup of tea, but I will sip that tea if for Alan. <laughs> um, is what I'll do. Um, next up, we kind of mentioned it briefly, Armored Core 6, Big Mechs. Big Mechs. Matt's very excited. Um, again, let's move on before he gets more excited. <laughs> Do we think Assassin's Creed Mirage is next year? It makes sense. I mean, Ubisoft I, needs something, I don't think, they? I think, it's, I think they have said that it's next year. So. Yeah, but they, those slip. The, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a much mate. smaller game than the other yeah. ones are. It's going to be like a you know 25-hour mm. kind of campaign. And that's why I'm very excited. <laughs> It's, it's basically it's their soft remake of Assassin's Creed One, isn't it? Basically, which you know I'm into yeah. that. I'm into that. Are you an assassin? Uh, an assassin. Uh, you may find out one day. <laughs> <laughs> and then only know for two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Avatar game. Surely that's coming out next year because at the at the time of recording, uh, and none of us have seen Avatar. Um, it's getting like. This just gets me excited, by the way. It's getting wildly mixed reviews from like one star to ten out of ten. It's like, this year's The Matrix. I know, which I did think was appalling. But um, I don't know. I trust my man. I trust my man, James Cameron. Jimmy seen C. It yet. I might watch it and go, eh, that was all right. Um, surely this game's got to come out next year because if this film... Well, I mean, it might already be too late. If this film does flop, which I doubt it will flop financially... But um, are people going to care about Avatar? It, the question is already: Do people care about Avatar now? So I don't know. The thing I, is, is like, I think so. I think Avatar is going to do fucking mega bucks at the cinema. But it's like, do the people that go to the cinema to see it, like, as in like Avatar's maybe like the only film they go and see at a cinema, and they maybe haven't seen one for like two or three years or whatever? Mm. Are these the people that are playing play, playing video games? Like, just because a film is mega doesn't mean that the game is also going to be mega right there's not always yeah. that complete transfer yeah i mean we don't know i'm assuming it's just it's ubisoft it's going to be a big open world yeah. avatar game where you ride around on flying uh pterodactyl things and shoot arrows probably great i'm into it I'm, uh, i'll give it a go why not yeah um, there are lots of people who are like really in love with the the world of avatar right so i feel like that's yeah. a big selling point exactly people love a bit of pandora um a game i think you're excited for matt one of your favourite, maybe your favourite thing from Gamescom is Flintlock Siege of Dawn. It was my favourite game from uh, from Gamescom. Yeah, um, people can go back and listen to either the podcast we spoke about it or look on IGN.com where my preview is. But yeah, I think Flintlock will be kind of like my... I'm really, I, I, I expect it to be good. Like, like I got a real good vibe from it and I think it will be kind of like my little like dark horse of next year, Ooh. the one that people don't necessarily bet on. Ooh, you're putting a little bet on it now. How much you're putting on it? Well, I reckon it's going to be a very strong 8 out of 10. Oh, there we go. 
Big words. Um, Marvel Spider-Man 2, we just had it confirmed, will be fall 2023. Uh, this is going to be a good game, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I don't have much doubts with Insomniac. There is a solid a studios, I think, you can probably find. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, what they're doing those Spider-Man games is brilliant. Are you are you are you a Spider-Head, uh, Jen? <laughs> All these different characteristics. That, uh, <laughs> um, sure, I'm like I'm medium, medium into it. I'm not like mm-hmm. a huge, a huge spider. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleased you're just, not just a, a small, huge spider. This would be a very, <laughs> very concerning podcast if we were talking to a giant spider. I I would love if this was a co-op game. That mm-hmm. would be very fun. Yeah. Swinging me and you, Matt, or me, 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 me and you, Jen, or maybe you, you two, swinging through New Do York. Do all three of them. Bring, bring, bring uh, Spider Gwen in, and then yeah. get or Venom. Can I be Venom? Maybe yeah. they'll turn him good. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't know. My main, my main fact of this is like I, I love Spider Man, and my, I think Miles Morales actually is probably a kind of like my preferred as a game. I think as a game, it's a bit better. But yeah. the storyline and kind of boss design, I think, in the original Spider Man, is so good. I just hope that the world is a little bit better than like the seven out of ten kind of like open world that the original had. Please give me something more interesting to do than just collecting bags when I'm, I'm not kind of hoping like it starts in New York and then some. I don't know how. This is always the problem with Spider Man. It's you kind of have to set it in mm-hmm. Manhattan, like. But I'm just like, unless you do a Spider Verse sort of thing. Like, yeah. I'm hoping. I don't know. Maybe something happens with Vent. I don't know. As long as they don't just turn the whole city into like black sludge. Um. I don't know. Some way of spicing up because they they got around it with Miles Morales by making it Christmassy, yeah, and that mm-hmm. kind of made it feel new. And also, just but, I think its side quest design was just a little bit mm-hmm. better. Maybe like it doesn't fatigue you as well because Miles Morales was so much smaller than the original Spider Man. Which when you've got so much of it, it does feel a bit like oh, collecting yeah. another bag again, am I? But um, like as long as the story is as top notch as that original one was, I yeah. sort of won't care if it's a, a mediocre open world. Yeah. It, it really I am matter. kind of more excited, I think, for Wolverine, but I don't think there's any chance we'll be playing that next year, especially oh. if Spider-Man's coming out. But yeah, very excited for that one. Uh, Arcane are back, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your favourite boys. They are. Uh, with Redfall. Vampires, not zombies. We mm. must keep that in mind. A nice little change of pace. You're not a vampire, are you, Jen? Uh, to be determined. <laughs> God, this is going to get dangerous. I'd rather be a vampire than a zombie or a spider. Oh yeah, because you're actually alive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically, uh, vampires aren't plus. alive. They are. They are kind of like in you a ca- state they of appear. Death. They can. You can talk though, can't yes. you? You can actually live a bit. You know. You know, zombies. You just what crave a bit of flesh. <laughs> yeah, that's not. It's not quite the same. Um, Redfall. Think it's going to be fun. Yeah. There I we go. Be, like, I'm not entirely sure if it's necessarily going to be like Arcane's best game like uh, i've uh, mm-hmm. not seen anything that's quite like dishonored or death death loop levels of interesting in it yet but like the idea of them doing a co-op game that like you know we can play together and kind of like hunt a load of like quite buffy-ish sort of vampires it's definitely got a sense of humor yeah i'm yeah. up for it very up for it nice i'm trying to speed this up because mm-hmm. this is gonna last forever um starfield i can't wait Ooh. to explore the universe slash galaxy slash god i hope it's good <laughs> i really do I yeah, want this to be good so It's one much. of those things where it's almost like you get, or at least for me, I'm like so mm. excited for it that I have to temper myself. So yeah. I have to like calm myself down and prepare for, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I think, I think it would be great. I think it would be great, but like, 
I, I don't want to get too too carried away yeah. because I could I'm, easily I'm, get carried away. I think. I'm kind of keeping it in the back of my mind. I kind of like that it doesn't have a release date. I can't get fixated on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just hoping it's not in the first half of next year, although they said it was because <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to find the time to play that game. But yeah, I, I just can't wait. Um, Matt, Space Marine 2, do you think you'll be playing that next year? Uh, no. Of course you I don't. fucking will. <laughs> oh, I, I, I thought like, I, sorry, I meant to phrase that as like, do you think it's actually coming out next uh, year? Yeah, I do, yeah, I do think it will come out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, from what I understand, it's been in development like a bit longer than we maybe think it has. And mm-hmm. like, you know, they actually had a game, not, not that it was a big gameplay trailer, but there was gameplay at the Game Awards. Uh, it's yeah. like a good chunky shoe. I'll probably mm-hmm. play it even though I don't care about Warhammer. So there we go. The last one I have down is The Wolf Among Us 2 because The Wolf Among Us was fantastic and... Yeah, I want more of that. Been yeah. a long time coming. There we go. That'd be cool. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. There we go. Those are all the games. Let's get, we'll get through films a bit quicker, because probably, to be fair, a lot of these we don't care about. Them. I've just made a big old list. Um, before we do that, though, I'm going to do it again. Matt, one film. What, what are you eyeing? Ooh, ju- just one. Like at yeah. the moment, in terms of like, like it's it's almost certainly like Dune because like mm. I, I loved Denise like original like vision for that, but in kind of like a slightly more out there, I'm weirdly like looking forward to the Barbie movie, which I don't think there's anything weird about that. <laughs> like Grace Gerwig is is a treasure. Well, exactly. So she is a treasure, and like I love like the weird kind of just out there like approach they've had from them. But I saw on tiktok this morning someone has been to see avatar you're such a modern man yes i am (laughs) i know for a man that's in his mid-30s um but someone had like recorded in a screening of avatar the trailer that they've got for barbie Hmm. and um that's like the most postmodern fucking trailer for anything (laughs) it's a it's a pastiche of like the opening of 2001 I'm into it. With a little girl throwing an old baby doll up and smashing it because she's seen what Barbie looks like. It's like, get rid of these baby dolls. No one wants them. Girls want Barbies now. I think it's going to be an absolute delight. That sounds amazing. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I was was excited for it anyway, but... (laughs) I mean, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, that can't be unenjoyable shortly uh jen what what one are you picking i went for the i went for the safe one i went for for june june two. i mean it's 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 an obvious one it's yeah. gonna be good like i just how can you doubt denny villeneuve especially as like you know i absolutely loved part one i know mm-hmm. some people maybe thought it's a little bit slow maybe thought you know it ended a little bit unnaturally i absolutely loved the way it ended but he's kind of done all 
the hard yards now, so part two can just take off and yeah i just can't i just hope i get to speak to him again because mm. he's lovely yeah also the second part of that book really goes places mm-hmm. i've delivered i so i did hold i was so close to starting reading it after mm-hmm. watching part one but i was like do you know what i'm just gonna wait i'm just gonna soak in denny's vision uh, i really hope that like when when me and you saw it cardi like we saw it at mm-hmm. picture house central in london and the sound system in, oh, in that screen is Still like, the loudest yeah. <laughs> cinema I've like, ever been. Properly, like when when ships are landing or when sandworms are doing stuff like that. Those bagpipes. Vibration. Was Ooh. it good? Was it good to have it that loud? Or? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It made a small child cry. It was so loud. That sounds <laughs> it was great. That good. I wish yeah. I'd seen it in somewhere like that. I just saw it in like a tiny local cinema. But it was the first like screening I'd seen since like mm. before COVID. So it'd been like you know a year and a half since I'd been in a cinema, and it's just like oh my god, it's so. So loud, so big, it's all around me. This is the greatest what? day of my life. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I yeah. can't wait for that. Yep, that's in November. Um, but first, before that, we've got a load more films. 6th of January in the UK, anyway, we get Babylon. I believe it's out earlier in the US. It might even be out very soon. Um, this, I think, has been getting mixed reviews, but I'm very excited because I heard one person compare it to 1950s Boogie Nights, and that was all I needed to hear. Um, it's Damien Chazelle's new film. He made Whiplash, First Man, La La Land. I love his films, and I feel like I will love this. It's got Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt. It's three hours of debauchery in the golden age of Hollywood, is what I've heard. So, I don't know. I feel like I'll have a good time with that. Um, uh, what else we got? February 3rd is Knock at the Cabin. New M. Night's new film. Always do the same thing. Get a bit excited for it. Wait to see if people think it's good, then I'll decide to watch it. Like, I thought the trailers for Old were good, then people watched it and thought it was pants, so <laughs> I didn't watch it. Um, but there. Uh, knocking the Cam has got an interesting premise. You've got Big Dave Bautista being a creepy man, knocking on a family's cabin in the woods. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Yeah, we'll see. Apparently the book it's based on is very... Uh, very twisted so there we go sounds right (laughs) up the street yeah i'm into that um then the mcu returns on the 17th february which is much sooner than i thought with ant-man and the wasp quantum mania what a name for a film um looks like we're gonna get our big old first look at uh kang big boy Mm. big blue boy kang um that's really what i want from this film i think because i've watched a couple of trailers i don't know I've, i've they haven't grabbed me, but the moment he shows up, I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to see Jonathan Majors be evil. Yeah, the main vibe I'm getting from this is because I'm not really... I actually really don't like the second Ant-Man. I don't like Ant-Man and the Wasp really? at all. Really? Yeah. I, I really like, do. Like, it's, it's literally it's the bottom film on my MCU list, Ooh. so I really don't like it. Um, but this gives me kind of Civil War vibes in like that film that actually is a character's film rather than an ensemble film, but is a big part of pushing the MCU forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got hopes for it. Yeah, are you a bit? I don't know if we've ever talked about the MC. Are you, are you into it, Jen? I feel like I'm like the, I don't know, middle market for <laughs> the MCU. Like, I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy going to the cinema and watching MCU films. But if you ask me, like, what the character, who the characters are, like, outside, like, in the lore, and like, who mm-hmm. is this guy, and this is Cameo, and like, all of this kind of stuff, I don't, I don't know anything about that stuff. But I yeah. respect I think those we're all who approaching do. that. I think we're all <laughs> approaching that level when people turn up now. We're just like, what's going on? Like, can we just stop opening the, boxes of like random action figures of people? I'm really happy like, for everyone who's very excited to yeah. see these, you know, Easter eggs and stuff like that. But 
just you know yeah. i don't know <laughs> i'm hoping <laughs> like this ant-man and is where we're really gonna see the next phase of the big story start i feel like it's got to if it's got kang in it so i feel like that's what we need more direction and hopefully we'll start getting it again with this um a week later though february 24th cocaine bear is here who's excited for cocaine bear I still haven't watched the trailer, but apparently it's a bear that does cocaine. I'm yeah, sure it's based on the amazing. true story of um, a bear that uh, snorted cocaine and went a bit of a rampage. Um, that's all you need to know. <laughs> Get excited. That is my this year. Remember lo- this time last year, I was getting really excited for Bullet Train. Mm-hmm. Um, then people said it wasn't very good and I haven't watched it. <laughs> is that be this, this, this year is my cocaine bear. I'm going all in on cocaine bear. <laughs> and we'll see if it'll probably not be very good. But there we go. Um, March 10. I didn't realize this soon. Scream 6. Yeah. The last one was only out in like January. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's like a year on. Like, I know, doing really. The, they're doing what the original Screams did, right? Like where they just rushed the sequel out. Yeah. Um, I really like the last one. Yeah, it was one of my favorite films of um, 2022. And yeah, this one looks fantastic. Just a little trailer scene. Set it in New York. Uh, Halloween night. Yeah. I'm, I'm into it. That's the thing. Like, I was a bit kind of like, because uh, I love Scream 5 and I really think it was smart that kind of like, it had been like 10 years since the last one. So all of these interesting horror things had happened over that 10 years, particularly the, you know, the advent of elevated horror. So there was something for it to work with. And then I was like, why are they doing a sequel so quick? Like they should have just left it another 10 years. But I think that shifting it to New York and like it does feel like a little bit Joker in the idea of like, oh, you know the stab films which are this in-universe version like it's probably so popular that there's now probably some dirty incel cult of stab fans like, i think that's like probably something that's quite fun to work with mm-hmm. are, you, are you a scream person yeah. <laughs> i don't like screaming so <laughs> no fair enough uh yeah yeah there we go uh march 17th a day after my birthday everyone keep that uh in the back of your minds shazam fury of the gods i've still not seen the first shazam um yeah i don't don't know i struggle to be excited by this is anyone i mean the main thing is is like the entire dc universe in on film is about to collapse isn't it so does it even matter does does, uh, the rock have to turn up now and be like hey is that how this works i don't know first shazam was fun i'm sure the second one will have you know some redeeming qualities Mm -hmm. um one of my least redeeming qualities is that i'm not a big john wick fan really I don't know why it's just never clicked. I have theory I should love it. I've only I've only watched I've seen the first two. I just not I don't know. Maybe I need to revisit. But John Wick Four is out on the twenty fourth of March, and everyone loves John Wick. And I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't, maybe I, don't, I need like, to I watch think it again. It's like the savior of action cinema, like a no, lot of people but, do. But I do I think they're they're pretty good and like they are very fun in the cinema. They are very loud. Yeah, maybe I need to. I don't know. Maybe I fell off the Keanu train before a lot of people did, but. I don't know. Do you like John Wick, Jen? Yeah, cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. He's got a fourth one. You can see him for a fourth time. Hell there yeah. Nice. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> how worried are you about the Dungeons & Dragons film on March 31st? Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not doing big things for me. I think it looks <laughs> quite silly. And I know that like part of the point is that like, D&D itself, like, the act of playing mm. it can be quite silly, but I think the beauty of D&D is kind of like almost like you're doing all of these wild things in game that are kind of like you know darkness and and, and horrors from the depth or armies of orcs or going to hell and then the fun is kind of like what you as a player do and this feels like mm-hmm. the, the entire thing at least from the trailers is just like slapstick nonsense 
Um, You'd rather just play Dungeons and Dragons with Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, I kind of would. I I hope it's good. I really hope it's good and they're just playing up the kind of critical role elements for the trailers. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope that there is a little bit of actual substance in it, but the trailers don't do a lot for me. Do you play D&D, Jen? I've played played a little bit of D&D here and there. It's it's a fun time. It's good. (laughs) I'm into it. I'm into it. Um, There we go. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to be excited about that. I am getting more and more excited about the Super Mario Brothers movie, though. That's out in April. I thought that clip that they had at the Game Awards was genuinely delightful. I, I think it looks fantastic. And I think I might have said it before. I don't really don't have a problem with Chris Pratt's voice. I think it's absolutely fine. I go up and down on it. Like, like the second trailer I think they did, I was like, oh, maybe the voice isn't actually very mm. good. I didn't mind it in that clip that they had at the Game Awards. But the thing that the Game Awards clip did, though, was like, maybe this is like its saving grace. He doesn't speak a lot in that clip. And I do mm-hmm. wonder if kind of like it's going to be closer to something like Wally. So I always thought that the Super Mario film should have been like Wally in that it was kind of like basically a silent film. Like Mario doesn't need to speak. He, yeah. his, his importance is not as a speaking role. It's a little man that runs around and jumps. I think he's a great orator of our time. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, like if he doesn't actually speak all that much, if it's mostly like a, a, a visual comedy... Like, like then it's kind of fine isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree i think you know mario is such an iconic character and so many people have like a strong concept of who he is that i think yeah as long as that comes across properly and it doesn't it's not too like that's chris pratt no. mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like that's mario you can buy it so yeah i think and they had all good. just all the sound effects the music like, yeah i just i'm just like loads of toads it's just good. It looks beautiful. Like it looked like the game yeah. had become a film. Oh, I love it. Love it. Into it. Big into it. Uh, right. I said I was going to speed this up. I'm now going to speed this up. 21st of April. Next goal wins the new Taika Waititi film. Uh, it's based on football with Michael Fassbender in it. That works for me. I'm into that. Even if I am a bit saturated with Taika, mm. I, I feel like maybe a more original film from him I would be into than than the MCU stuff. Like. I really, I think this year for the first time I watched, was it last year? I watched Jojo, finally watched Jojo Rabbit first time. I thought it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, so, I love Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, I um, hope this is more like that. Yeah, that, so, um, What We Do in the Shadows and uh, Hunt for the World of People, I think are phenomenal films. Yeah, 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 me too. No, I'm a yeah. big fan. So, yeah, let's get it. it. More of that. Uh, in May, we have Guardians Volume 3. I think that'll be very fun. I'll probably cry because I reckon at least probably two of them are probably going to die. Uh, uh, there we go. These things happen. Uh, <laughs> Across the Spider-Verse. That yes, looks please. amazing. Mm-hmm. That will may- probably make people cry. Uh, I cry like yep. most films, to be honest. So, <laughs> yep. The bar is low. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm go through these now. And you, you have, basically, you have to stop me if you want to say anything about them. Uh, in June, we've got The Flash. Car crash. <laughs> <laughs> No, Flash, not Crash. Um, it's it's going to be a car know. crash. <laughs> Ezra Miller, what's going on there? Um, should we move on? Yep. Yeah. Uh, on the same day, though, you can choose to go and see Asteroid C, the new Wes Anderson film, which is probably what I'll be doing. Mm-hmm. The cast for that film, absurd. The cast for what? every Wes Anderson film is absurd. No, this one has like twice as many as like his others. It's ridiculous. I don't have time to read them all out. But like, it's a classic setup of what... like. A Wes Anderson film, like, odd little town with a weird thing happening. I think it's, like, Stargate, like a junior Stargazer convention in, like, a 50s nice. town. Yep. Like, yeah. I mean, Sounds my cup of tea. Yeah, me yep. too. Yeah, and, you know, it's your chance to see Tilda Swinton because 
you know, it's always good to see Tilda Swinton. It's got Tom Hanks in it as well. I mean, oh, yeah. the man, uh, the uh, boy. Uh, uh, I said I wasn't going to list the cast. I've just done two of them. There He's you special. Go. He deserves it. Exactly. Shout out. Uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> exactly. Well done, Tom. Uh, what do we got next? Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Again, I think this is. I'm not letting myself get too excited because I will be let down. But it is very few, and he's a good director. <laughs> James Mann, he's very good. Very few films, or just like, if you want to use a really wanky terms, IP in this world, do I love more than Indiana Jones? Like Indiana Jones is crucial to my being. I am an adventurer. <laughs> um, I I love Indiana Jones so much, and I just I just want this to be so good. I was into the trailer. Maybe just because the music was in it. <laughs> but I don't know. Mads Mikkelsen is a Nazi. Oh, he does that, look good, doesn't he? That's, yeah. that's a perfect cast. I mean, you shouldn't carry that on in real life, but in the film, looks good. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harrison Ford de-aged also looked good. My so, mum is a massive Harrison Ford fan, so mm-hmm. I'm excited like, I mean, on her behalf. Isn't, like, he is like top, top, top of my list of people I'd want to meet. The coolest man who ever lived. Um yeah i can't wait um then two weeks after that oh we've got a good little run here june july a summer blos- blos- yeah, a summer blockbusters back question mark there's an editorial feature for you um 14th of july mission impossible dead reckoning part one. Oh yeah go on tom fly off a mountain on your bike do it for us <laughs> off you go uh, i i love mission impossible and yeah if it's anything like top gun oh god oh, i'm getting i'm getting too excited man <laughs> And then, and then, like, if you talk, you're talking about stunts and actual practical yeah. effects, like, if you think Mission, because Mission Impossible's, that trailer does make it look like it's got all of that. Ooh, but yeah. then on July 21st, we've got Oppenheimer, and he did an I actual know. nuclear blast for he, real. He did the madman, Chrissy Nolan, doing a big old nuclear blast. What a legend. That comes out the same day as Barbie. You can go watch Oppenheimer and Barbie double bill. <laughs> double bill. <laughs> what a day. What? Oh, yeah. If you don't know what Oppenheimer is, it's about uh, the creation of the nuclear bomb because Oppenheimer was that lad. Uh, there we go. I'm sure that's how Christopher Nolan would describe that film. Um, week after that, there's a Marvel film, The Marvels, with all the all the different Marvels. <laughs> Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel. Or yeah. various oh. different juniors. Yeah, uh, yeah. I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope it's good. Yeah, I I think like Brie Larson's just like like her. Obviously, Captain Marvel film isn't the greatest of the MCU's. It's very distinctly middle tier for me. Um, But I do really like Brie Larson, and I hope that because she doesn't get any time to shine in Endgame, she's got five minutes. Barely been in the MCU, really. Yeah. So I hope that this. I hope that this is like the film where she really gets to actually show that she's like she's a fucking Oscar winning actress. Mm Yeah, mm. and I thought um, Miss Marvel was good, the TV show, so yeah, if it's bringing... Them yeah. two together, it's hopefully a whole okay. delight. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? August 11th, Gran Turismo the movie. We've been crying out for this for so long, <laughs> um, and we're finally getting it. Uh, I love um, cars. Uh, <laughs> it might be fun. Yeah, Neil Blomkamp's directing. Uh, everyone still says director of District 9, because that is pretty the much the film. only good thing yeah. he's done. He's done uh, some about truly years terrible ago now. films since. Yeah, he keeps getting work though, so well done to him. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm not overly excited. Apparently, on the 6th of October, we're getting a Craven the Hunter film. I think Aaron Taylor Johnson's playing yeah. Craven. Great, as 
Like yeah. I can't remember what the what the like synopsis of his character was, but he ain't playing Craven the Hunter from the comics. I can tell you that. Yeah, is this is this another Morbius? Yeah. Could oh, well absolutely. Be. Yeah. Um, it's Craven oh, time. Talking of Craven things, uh, on October the twenty seventh, Saw ten. <laughs> I've never uh, seen a what? single Saw film. What? Oh, mate. One and two are genuinely brilliant, just, I think. Like, I'm not, like, when horrors get, like, that many, I'm just like, oh, is there actually any value in these? One and two, definitely. You can stop right. after that. Okay. Three is okay, but yeah. I'll consider but your recommendations. One is genuinely a brilliant, like, thriller. It's not even that, like, horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, two gets a bit more that way, but yeah. Are you a big saw? Are you, are you a sore head, Jen? <laughs> no, I mean this is the thing. I have this aversion to being frightened. Oh, but it's not so, frightened. It's more stomach churning. Oh well, that's fine then. <laughs> there we go. I, I I doubt I'll be watching Saw Ten, but who knows? Uh, we've already mentioned June. That's out in November. Another Chalamet in December fifteenth. I'm very excited for this actually. Wonka. Yeah. It was Paul but, King, isn't it? Yeah, from Paddington. Um, I also, I was, I was, so, I don't know, Jen, you were also mm. uh, a, a, a person of Bath. And so when I was in... <laughs> I bathe, yeah. <laughs> the city, of course. Yeah. But um, when I was, uh, I used to live in Bath, and when I was visiting uh, last year, I visited on the day they were filming Wonka in Bath. Oh, they were, they, they'd done all the they bit film- outside Primark in snow. <laughs> Wow. This is a weird coincidence because my dad, he's a big, uh, he's big into his uh, fossils. He loves fossils, and he was down in a uh, Lyme Regis with his little hammer trying to find some on the beach. <laughs> and they were, fi- they he saw Shamalay and his big hat and coat there. They were filming there as well. So, God, all these connections to to Wonka. <laughs> I actually Amazing. only yesterday watched uh, the seventy three. Uh, seventy one, nineteen seventy one. Um, yeah, one of my absolute, absolute favorite films. Wonderful classic. Great, yeah. M- maybe my favorite like family film. Mm-hmm. I I love that film so much. So yeah, if Shall um, can definitely be a little bit odd if he yeah. wants. So uh, yeah, I'm big into Wonka. Give me that Wonka. Twentieth um, of December, an untitled Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. Do you know what? I I thought the uh, last one was all right. Didn't I had quite it. good fun. I don't really okay. have any attachment to Ghostbusters, unfortunately. Okay, well, we'll move on. You, you don't like mm. ghosts, do you, Jen? Not into that? <laughs> Go, the ghosts are Ghostbusters. Yeah, I can handle those. <laughs> yeah, that's, okay, uh, that's all right. Um, um, yeah. Then on Christmas Day next year, a big old treat. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Is, Is that it happening? a treat? <laughs> Is it a treat? I don't know. I don't, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, those are all the dates we know. <laughs> There's a few other films I want to shout out, though, that don't have dates, and these are actually ones that I think will be very good. Maestro, um, old Bradley Cooper's new film he's directing and starring in, a Leonard Bernstein uh, biopic. That'll be good. Very good, I presume. Killers say. of the Flower Moon, I said this last year, was my most anticipated <laughs> film for this year, um, but it didn't come out. Uh, in 2022 so it's now my most anticipated film for 2023 Martin Scorsese's thrill- crime thriller with Leonardo DiCaprio Jesse Plemons it's going to be fantastic uh, so yeah I'm excited for that one uh, Ari Aster's new film Bo is Afraid which <laughs> I originally the- thought was just called Joaquin Phoenix because the poster <laughs> doesn't have the words Bo is Afraid in any prominent text at all yeah this was originally called Disappointment Boulevard. It's now called Bo is Afraid. If you've seen the poster, it's a very 
just unsettlingly young like version of Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> it's it's very weird. Um, this is described as like a comedy horror, so I'm quite intrigued. Like it's not like a full. I'm guessing you haven't seen Hereditary or Midsummer if you're not into your horror, Jen. No, I haven't. Okay, um, they are both brilliant, but this one is a comedy horror, so maybe be into this one. But yeah, I'm well up for that. Uh, if you want more Joaquin, though, he is Napoleon in Ridley Scott's Napoleon. Uh, that'll be very long, probably <laughs> is the only thing I can probably say about that film at the moment. The Killer, David Fincher's new film. It's David Fincher making a film called The Killer. What more do you want? Tell me what more do you want. <laughs> Nothing more. Good, thank you. Good. It has Michael Fassbender and Tilda Swinton in it. So there you go, you can have a bit more. Uh, What else do we have? Ferrari, the new Michael Mann film, with Adam Driver as Enzo Ferrari. That'll be a bit of fun, I'm sure. And last but not least, Chicken Run 2, Dawn of the Nugget. (laughs) Hell yeah. Who doesn't like Chicken Run? I loved loved Chicken Run when I was a kid. Like I I, I have uh, no dislike for Chicken Run at all. Chicken Run is amazing. Yeah. There we go. And a sequel, I'm sure, will live up to it. Dawn of the Nugget. That's just a very good, (laughs) very good. Well done to them. Very odd, man. Yep. Right. Lastly but not least, we've got a bit of TV to get through. And we'll do this. We'll get through this. We don't know barely anything about what's coming out on TV. We've got such a short list. We don't know. I had a good look. I've got. It's a relatively short list. Is there something, though, that. um, Let's go with you, Jen, first. TV. I don't even even have a TV. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. People uh, stream these days. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. Sorry. Um, <laughs> You're looking forward to finishing Star Trek. Is that right? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back in, you know, many, many years ago. I'm catching up slowly. Uh, I don't know. So like TV wise, I'm going to say I'm looking forward to more Bridgerton because it's... Oh, that's good. Also, like we said earlier, Bath, you know, I, I get to pretend that I am also a member of this society. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's um, it's just yeah. it's just fun. It's just nice. It's just I liked nice uh, season two. I think I preferred season one, but I, I did like season two. I liked season. Two. I thought the the chemistry was really good. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a romance novel, but on yeah. the screen. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's it's no, enjoyable. It's, it's enjoyable, Matt. What what what's uh, glimmering in your? I think there's vision? only one answer, and it, it's succession. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I just can't get enough of that show. Like, I think yeah, I might actually rewatch all the the previous seasons before the new one comes out. I did out. that before the third, and I could do it again. It's yeah. just, have you not watched Succession, Joe? I'm still on the first season of Succession, so I'm I'm making my way through it. But like, you know, you'll get there a little bit at a time. I'm <laughs> catching up. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. Um, right, let's run through a few things. I just wanted to shout out in January. I think it's first of January, so. A day or two after we published this podcast, Kaleidoscope is a new Netflix like thriller starring Giancarlo Esposito. But the reason I want to mention this is the bananas it, thing that it's yeah, doing. The concept is it's a thriller told from different perspectives in each episode, and it openly encourages you to watch them in any order you want to work out the story. So you're kind of going to get a different almost perspective. Like if you spoke to someone who's half, you can't really speak to people who are watching it because you'll get it spoiled, really. But like you're going to get almost a different perspective on the story depending on which order you watched it into someone else. I just it might not work. It might it might not be that good an actual thriller, but I just I'm intrigued by that concept quite a bit. I think but, I'm yeah. just cuz I'm not I wouldn't be very good at just picking an episode. So I think That's I'm just going to watch it backwards. 
No. I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do. It's like, you know, decision paralysis. <laughs> you don't have an entry point. You're just like, ah. I might just roll a dice. Like, yeah, just stick them yeah. all in a random what if you watch generator. Simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Speed do all it. even numbers, then all odd. I don't know. Just pick an order. Pick, a, pick an order. I don't even know how many episodes there are, to be honest. There could only be like four. It's not. But yeah, there we go. We also, in January, are getting The Last of Us on HBO. That's going to be good, isn't it? I think so. From creators of Chernobyl plus, uh, what do you call him? Pedro Pascal, that's mm-hmm. him. He's playing Joel. Bella Ramsey as Ellie. I'm, I'm just, yeah. yeah. It's going to, mm-hmm. I have actually doubts. evolved as well. You know, it's like it's got it's got all the, the makings that it needs, I think. Yeah, I'm well up for that. Are you a Last of Us fan, Jen? I'm, I haven't actually played The Last of Us. <laughs> but That's fine. That's fine. I, it's, That's, it's, don't it's sound good. ashamed. I look. I just spend most of my time in my little in dungeon Dota. playing Dota. I don't have time for these, you know, touching Did Dota deep emotional stories. <laughs> Did the Dota Netflix show come out? Or is that still? Yeah, in no, no. That's it's. Was it's, it good? It it was good. I think the problem was that also Arcane happened, which obviously people drew was direct what? comparisons yeah. between them, and there's, you can't do that. Don't do that. It it's, <laughs> it, it doesn't it doesn't stand up to that. But in and yeah. of itself, um, it was it, it was enjoyable. That's I didn't good. actually put that here. Do you think there's a chance we get Arcane Season 2 this year? I they take, like they take so long to make the animation. Yeah, that that's mm. like, you know, it's obviously not stop motion levels. Like It's not like how Pinocchio took like 15 years to make or whatever, but um, that animation looks like it takes a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We've also got Poker Face. Have you heard much about this? It's Ryan, Ryan Johnson's Johnson one, right? Yeah, it's a, so it's a comedy kind of uh, murder mystery, sort of like... Almost like a Knives Out version TV show, but it's Natasha Lyon, mm-hmm. basically being the, I believe she's the detective in each episode. And it's got some good other cast people in it as well. But yeah, Ryan Johnson doing a nice little comedy, like a uh, mystery show. I'm Could pleased he's sort of found this new, and it's kind of almost a little bit going back to Brick, right? Which was kind of like uh, mm. detectives, but as high school kids. But like, yeah. I'm pleased that like Knives Out has allowed him to find this niche again because it's like as much as like I really liked his contribution to Star Wars, I do think it's he's better at this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like him. I like it. Uh, February fourth, my the guiltiest of all guilty pleasures. You is back for season four, and he's in London this time. Murdering Watch people, probably. Watch out. <laughs> yep. It's. Am I the only person who watches you? I haven't. Yeah, seen that's, you. That's, that, that, take that out of context. <laughs> that's <serious. laughs> um, <laughs> the Netflix show. You am I the only person who, who's watched that? It's so bad. It really is so bad. But I have to watch it. I'm in. I'm in deep now. Um, probably won't be good. But Pen Badgley, you know, he's all right in it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've nothing more to say about it. Yeah, uh, March we've got the Mandalorian season three. Good trailer. How, uh, you know, are people going to follow in the footsteps of Andor, though? How is mm. that going to work? Yeah. My concern is is that kind of like, like I did really like Mandalorian Season 2, but it started getting really into the weeds of like Star Wars lore that I'm mm-hmm. not nerdy enough on Star Wars to understand why any of this is important. Yeah. So and my then, hope is is that they still find a good balance for it or like and, Andor just make its own stuff up. 
Well, it also meant you had to get through Book of Boba Fett as well, because like that turned into the Mandalorian like season two point five. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it is weird that the last two episodes of Boba Fett are like mandatory watching for anybody that wants yeah. to watch the Mandalorian. It's which a means shame. You don't actually have to watch the rest of Boba Fett, and I highly encourage that you don't, because that was a dreadful show. Mm-hmm. But you love Boba Fett, didn't you, Jen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bestie. I feel like I can just yeah yeah. Um, are you gonna are you into the Star Wars TV shows or is it more the games? It's definitely more the games, and it's also definitely more the like old Republic era stuff that I'm really mm-hmm. into. Um, I, I'm like I'm very slow with these things a lot of the time, so I'm like making my way through like the Mandalorian like from the mm-hmm. beginning, and I'm still at the beginning <laughs> because I'm just playing Dota all day. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I I love I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So there we go. I think it'll be good. Um, Pedro Pascal's got—he's he's a busy man, isn't he? Um, March, the return of Yellow Jackets. I know we're both quite excited for this, Matt. You, you're not as hot on Yellow Jackets um, no. as others. Yeah, I didn't. But, I didn't think that the first season quite lived up to the promise it originally started. I think I've come round to the idea. I think I actually am going to give season two a watch because I'm like. I can't get it out of my head that it promised that it was one thing and then it turned out to be not that. And it's like, but is it going to be that? This yeah, season? I'm not as... I thought the mystery was good up until a point. I still, I'm still in there for the mystery, but I think I'm more into it. Just, I like the 90s vibes of it and hearing the music. I do sure. like that, that I just part want it, it to be batshit. I really want it to be batshit <laughs> and it's not batshit. And I was like, please be batshit this season. It could be. Could get there. Who knows? Um, we already mentioned it. Succession. We just know it's spring. Um, can't wait. Best thing on TV, I think. Yeah. yeah, cannot wait. And Spring, we're also expecting Secret Invasion, which I think could be a very good MCU TV show if they do it right. I don't know. We still don't really know how they're doing it compared to how it yeah. works in the comics, do we? I don't know. I've just... I don't know with MCU TV anymore. It's like been such yeah. a like up and down on quality that it, I've kind of lost... Could be the MCU's and or... I mean, if it is, absolutely fantastic. Because, like, when you say it could be the MCU Andor, it genuinely could be. It could be, like, mm. like that, like, real thrill ride. Um, yeah. And I hope it is. But I've kind of, like, I don't feel like I've got any stakes in it anymore. I've just lost lost yeah. the passion. We're expecting Loki Season 2. I'm quite excited for that. I did enjoy Loki Season 1 quite a bit. Um, mm. Yeah, that's coming. Uh, Ironheart. I still haven't seen Black Panther Wakanda forever. Me neither. So, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, God, we have, that shows how much we care these days. It's it's, <laughs> it's slipping from our fingers. Uh, Witcher season three, probably next year. Um, yeah. Last with Cavill, he is in yeah. season three, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it as a like farewell to Mister Cavill. Like I think he did his best. <laughs> farewell to Mister Cavill. Um, but I mean, apparently he's he's going to go off and do a Warhammer show now. So thank of you for firing him as Superman. Oh, there we go. Matt's extra excited now. Um, oh, I missed out Ahsoka from Star Wars. I I don't have an attachment to that character because I never watched like Rebels or Clone Wars. I don't know. I think Rebels was the one she was in. I know people. Clone Wars. I know oh, it was Clone. It was definitely Clone because she's um, Anakin's. Uh, 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 right, oh, wait, there we go. But big so shock, unfortunately, from me. Yeah, the sympathizer. This is very much one for me. Um, it's an A twenty four drama series. A twenty four doing television. Yeah, co created by Park Chan Wook, my boy. Um, with Robert right. Downey Jr. and it's going to be a thriller uh, so there we go into that. it Yeah, that sounds good to me don't know when it's coming who knows I don't know if this will be next year I hope it is True Detective Night Country um, 
hopefully a return to form. It's got Jodie Foster in it, mm-hmm. and it's set in the Antar- like an Antarctic lab facility. It sounds good. Like True Detective cross with the thing, maybe? Like, I was literally about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, I haven't actually seen True Detective since the first season. I loved that first season. I've watched that like a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but like three, three for me is very, very. That's very the Mahershala good. Ali one. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. really good. I think. Oh, good. I will. I will catch up on that though. But I just remember watching the first two episodes of season two and thinking it was. It just felt such a different show. It's not. And... I still think it's okay. It's just nowhere near mm-hmm. the other two. But yeah, I'm excited for that. Like kind of a reboot of that. Uh, be good. Masters of the Air. Yes. The new um new project from the creators of Band of Brothers and the Pacific. This one's got Austin Butler from Elvis in it. Mm-hmm. So that one, definitely getting excited for that. Um, yeah, about the uh, Air Force during World War Two. Something my dad will love. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, like, I love Band of Brothers, so I'm, I'm definitely up for that. Mm-hmm. Do you like War, Jen? Uh no. <laughs> there we go good that's the right answer the curse um something you hadn't heard of until i brought it to your attention matt Mm -hmm. but now you're very excited because nathan fielder and benny Safdie co-creating a comedy television show with emma stone in it and fielder and Safdie. we don't really know much more about that but that just sounds good to me it's gonna be full-on chaos like like that can't (laughs) be anything less than an absolute kind of like wonderful car crash yeah yeah Oh, it's going to be good. Do you know who else is in it? I think I think um, Barkhad Abdi, the uh, the lad from um, Captain Phillips, who's oh, really? not been in a lot since that. He's in it, so right. good to see him again. Um, uh, what else have we got? The Fallout TV show is something we might see next year. Maybe, maybe. I'm. I don't know. I like Fallout the game. I don't know if I'm desperate for a Fallout TV show. It- feels to me a bit like one of the kind of misgivings i sort of have for the D kind of film is that like those are games that like they're such distinctly role-playing games as you role play you a character that you created that it feels like all of the best stories in those are the ones that like you create rather than necessarily the stories that were written by the developers or the you know the the campaign writers and stuff i just yeah. don't really know what mm. a fallout thing is going to do when there's not like the player agency and the player discovery yeah yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I'm I'm into it, and yeah, I've only got one more thing on the list, which is Black Mirror is apparently coming back for its Yay. sixth season. I think it needed a break, yeah, because the last couple of seasons were a bit like uh, it felt like almost Charlie Brick was a bit like I felt like I've got to um, come up with some ideas here. So I hope he's got like, some good ones. That's why he went away and started just doing like the the kunk sort of TV yeah, shows yeah. with Philomena. Um, and kind of like, yeah, I think I can remember seeing an interview with him. It was like, you do get burnt out when you're just like writing about dystopia all the time. Mm-hmm. But um, it's been it's been a few years and there's been like chance for actual more influences yeah. for dystopia. I feel like, yeah, they, they've teased some big episodes. They've already cast people like Aaron Paul, mm-hmm. Zazie Beats and like Kate Mara in episodes. So some good people in it. So I'm hopeful maybe Black Mirror will turn to its peak. Who knows? That's everything I had down. I mean, God, we're in for a good year, aren't we? Lovely. Oh. Especially if we have Jen on the podcast more. Wouldn't that yeah. be lovely? Wouldn't you've, you've done. You've done well. I feel like you've. <laughs> I, I've had my you've, introduction. Yeah. You've, you've earned a recall uh, when the time arises. Um, Fingers crossed. So yeah, always be prepared. Um, but yeah, this has been lovely. Uh, anyone? Any? Anyone got a New Year's resolution they want to share? 
Finish everything in the Witcher is going to be mine. Like, oh, the God, next yeah. One. I've started playing that, and yeah, I need to carry on, is what I need to do. Uh, more Dota, Jen? Is that yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My New Year's resolution is to finally lose a game. I think it'll be good for me. <laughs> yeah, you do need humbling, actually, I think. Yeah. Yeah, good. Um, <coughs> IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com is where you can send emails. Let us know what you're most excited about this year. If there's something you felt like we didn't speak about, That'd be good because I'm sure we missed something. There's there's so much stuff coming out, but yeah, let us know. This has been lovely, and yeah, what all? Oh, we need a piece of music. What are we gonna have? Oh god, there's so many different things to choose from. You do you know what? You can choose a piece of music. It's your first ever episode, Jen. We play like thirty seconds of music in the other podcast. What what you what you're fancying? It can be related to the show. It can be something completely different. Oh, you know I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make a comment when you mentioned the show Poker Face about like if the theme song would be Lady Gaga Poker Face. Oh, I mean, it is a banger. So yeah, yeah, we're doing it. Let's go. Absolutely, <laughs> let's do it. All time pop banger. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Hello, friends. This is Mark Nell, executive producer of the Table Read podcast, where imagination meets performance. As we wrap up an incredible season one, we want to take a moment to express our heartfelt gratitude to each and every one of you who tuned in and supported us on this amazing journey. Season one was nothing short of extraordinary. We delved into captivating scripts that transported us to worlds beyond our imagination, thanks to the brilliant writers who delivered these works. But what really brought these stories to life were the talents of our amazing actors. But wait, the excitement doesn't end there. As we bid farewell to season one, we are thrilled to announce the launch of season Two. Get ready for more gripping narratives, more unforgettable characters, and more mesmerizing performances that will keep you on the edge of your seat. We have some big surprises coming. The Force will definitely be with you. So stay tuned, stay engaged, and most importantly, stay excited. From all of us at the Table Read Podcast, thank you, and let's make Season 2 even more memorable together.